Viagra, but it also gets you jacked. Exactly. It's like a steroids Viagra. Viagra. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, damn, um, patent that. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. <laughs> so, be on the lookout for John's new drug. Slightly informed yeah. pharmaceuticals. Yeah, slightly uh, informed Viagroids. It's going to be coming. It's going to be sweet. Sorry, this so, is just a great idea. No, that's, it's pretty great. Um, yeah, let me know about uh, investment I'm going to call some scientists. <laughs> Oh, I don't even to... think we need to call him. Like, Pfizer, once you're done with this COVID yeah, thing, I got, I got, I got the next one. It's in this binder. I have all of my plans. I've done the research. I have all of the plans of how you would implement binders. this. binders. This big binder here. And it can be yours for the low, low price of me retiring for the rest yeah, of my exactly. life. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod, Slightly Informed. We've got the regulars on here, John, Nick, and myself, McLean. Um, you are listening to the number one podcast among mid-30s who have more than three cats. Full <laughs> <laughs> tested. We love all of you. Exactly. And your cats. Yeah. We're doing really great in that. In, that. in the cat owner market. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what we we're going for. So yeah. we're all really happy with we're that. Calling it a success. Stoked. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna jump it right into uh, kind of a a no fun segment. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about <laughs> what else is this? What are you talking yeah. about? This is not. That's not the theme of this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk COVID. Yeah. The theme is it's dark and it's only getting darker. <laughs> that's the subtitle of our show. <laughs> Definitely should change it. I like that. <laughs> only getting darker. Oh, man. So, yeah, right, what's so going on with COVID these days, McClay? COVID's kind of been, you know, that, that thing for several months. Wait, what's COVID? I also thought it was going to go away at election day, so this yeah, is astounding yeah. Remember all those me. memes of yeah. on uh, November 4th? November 4th. Peace and out. Yeah, magically reopen. <laughs> Well, that's Who cares not about the a case. deadly virus when you have a Democrat in office? <laughs> it clearly solves all my problems. So, as of right now, um, we have like 58.5 million uh, cases worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, of which we are more than 20%. Exactly. <laughs> hey, um, we're the number one at everything, yeah, guys. Right? Come on. USA. USA. <laughs> so, we're at 12.5 million. Um, wow. And we have 262,000 deaths. I think we had 10 million, like, under two weeks ago. Yeah. We did. I remember that being a thing. Yeah. Yeah, there have been 1 million cases in the last week. Oh, my God. 1 million in the last week. Oh, uh, it turns out winter makes diseases <laughs> worse. Yeah, I, I keep thinking, like, yeah. Shucker. The economy's going to get worse. COVID's going to get worse. Your seasonal depression's up. Everyone yeah. stays inside, except they don't. They just stay inside uh, a restaurant. Goldman Sachs did a study that said uh, after it goes below 40 degrees, outside dining essentially hit 0%. Yeah. 0% <laughs> of people are willing to sit outside yeah. when it's up 40 degrees. Yep. Which is great news for the whole northern part of the U.S. where no. we're entering that season. Nick, Coronavirus Nick, is rubbing yeah. hands together yeah. like Birdman. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Nick, Daniel, and I went to go grab a bite Saturday, right? Yeah. And we're like, well, we don't want to you know, go sit in a restaurant. So we sat outside at Five Guys. So we go grab oh. a burger, immediately walk outside, and 
It was so fucking cold. Freezing. <laughs> We're all wearing beanies and pea coats and like yeah. shoving food down our face. Just yeah. like how fast <laughs> can we fast, eat yeah. this food and get back to the car? I won, by the yeah, way. That's... I was the fastest. Nick did, but he also yeah. didn't get a double cheeseburger. I did get a double cheeseburger. Did you have bacon on it? Fact check. Yes. Okay. Fact, Fact check checks. again. Because <laughs> uh, I also got a large. The truth comes out. <laughs> I also got a large fry. Large... Well, that's who... your mistake. Anyone who yeah. goes to Five Guys knows you don't get a large fry. <laughs> Yeah, a little is a large. Yeah, it's already a large. Yeah, I put about a quarter of that away. So yeah, yeah pretty impressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like just to highlight that again, like zero percent, which means all of these small restaurants that tend to be our favorites are gonna go down. Yeah, mm-hmm. or just become hotspots for infection because people are also like, "Fuck it, I'll eat inside." I've been to restaurants in the last two weeks that are like. And yes, I do go to restaurants. Unfortunately, sometimes I try to take takeout, but when you uh, there's people in there, it's like some yeah. of these restaurants are just fucking full scale lit. Yeah, we I went. Uh, my parents went to uh, like a Thai place, and it yeah. was like literally every single yeah. table was occupied at yeah. max of that table. Yeah, like yeah. no one's listening to the like keep it below fifty percent mm-hmm. or whatever. I, like, I yeah. don't like that because that's yeah. my favorite Thai place. So. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty good. No, it's, I mean it's really good, yeah. but takeout is really the key. Yep. You gotta go in, call it in. But yeah, oh, uh, Idaho uh, is one of three states that is above 20% on our positivity, positivity rate. Yeah, yeah, on tests. Every COVID test that's taken, one at least one Idaho, in we are second to Montana currently. Yeah. That's we just a third numbers to game Montana, there, though. But, you know, there's just no one there. And yeah, it, but, it's these... but this is, this is the, the story of the, of the virus is like, at first, blue states sucked. Because uh, that's where all the people are, right? Right, it spreads and where the people are, yeah. Now red states are sucking when you base it like versus the population because half the people up here refuse to wear a mask mm-hmm. and there's no like uh, bars, restaurants, like gyms are all still open here. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. shut down really at all. Yeah. And yep. it's only going to get worse because uh, a new poll comes out and saying that 47% of Americans are still planning to travel for Thanksgiving. There's nice. been doctors who've come out and said, like, this is a make it or break it moment for us. It because is. Because if half of Americans still travel to Thanksgiving and have gatherings with, like, 15, 20, like, a normal size Thanksgiving for, like, a, a family my size or whatever, like, and two people there have COVID or one or whatever, then that just makes that COVID. a super spreader. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and that's the thing. I think that's such an absur- uh, a crazy argument. You know, I stand with Ted Cruz, no step on Turkey. I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he tweets out this fucking picture, and I forget what it said, but it's basically no step on Turkey. I saw yeah. the come and take it flag, but with a turkey <laughs> underneath yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His state is so... So bad right now. Yeah, Texas is pretty fucked. Texas right now. is going off, and it's yeah. So it's not good. Um, well, then Democrats don't take the two seats in Georgia. We have Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, and Nancy Pelosi, in her infinite wisdom, negotiated herself down from a 1.8 trillion stimulus to a 500 billion stimulus. Brilliant. That's, that's the Brilliant. that's the new number Mitch is throwing out. It's like I might be willing to throw 500 billion into it. But it's also Mitch McConnell's stimulus, which means 90% of that's going to businesses, not to you. So the the chances of us actually achieving the reality of pay people to sit in their houses for two months and let this thing die down a little bit. Which is, every epidemiologist yeah, thinks is exactly. the way to go. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's no. not. And then because we're not being told to do that, businesses also can't just decide that. Because like, they don't have the funds. Yeah, exactly. If you just shut down our business for two months, we you 
you can't really re-ramp that back up immediately, you know? Right. So unless everyone decides to go along and do it at the same time, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. All or nothing, yeah. boys. All or yeah. nothing. Yeah, so I guess on the um, semi-bright side is we have some some vaccines Two. everyone's talking about. Yeah. Two vaccines from Moderna and Pfizer. Um, there's some weird stuff with both vaccines. Um to most people, I mean, to... They have to be kept well below freezing. Well below. Pfizer is negative mm-hmm. 70 degrees Celsius. And it's only in it's mass quantities per mass time. Mass quantities. So they're going to go to the big centers, universities. Exactly. And then Moderna is uh, below zero. And it's just Celsius. saying rural counties. Yes. Okay. So they're saying, I mean, it's got kind of got a game plan, right? Yeah. Pfizer goes to the big cities where you can... Throw it in a, a giant freezer with a bunch of, transport it with uh, yeah. dried ice. Fifty thousand vaccines per, right, yeah. per, dis- per drop whatever, off. Yeah. Drop off, yeah. You but know. then, then you encounter the thing where you know most trucks that deliver frozen chicken and stuff. That's definitely not negative seventy. No. So, so that has to be you changed. So like the supply chain cooling. has to be changed, yeah. and it's it's a much bigger. You know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh. Vaccines are coming. We're fine. Yeah. Which I think is why we're seeing a big spike, but that's just not the case. I mean, John there's... Delaney came out and said you should pay people $1,500 to take the vaccine. Yeah. Essentially, bundle the vaccine and a second stimulus into one. So it's like, ah, fuck yeah, let me get out there and take this that's vaccine. Decent. That's the smartest yeah. thing John Delaney said yeah. in his entire oh, yeah. life. Yeah, very surprised <laughs> that came from John Delaney. <laughs> I was like, wait, you have good ideas? Like, <laughs> yeah. We got to do something because um, as of right now, California, um, the cases have doubled, doubled in the last 10 days. California, New Mexico, Oregon, New York, all those states are seeing... And usually hospitalizations lag two weeks behind the they do. when they're reported. Exactly, so, right. exactly. We haven't even so, seen the full crushing blow of these numbers in uh, our hospital system. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. Christmas, people traveling for Christmas. I mean, there's going to be a... Yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving... Utah and Idaho are both over 90% on if, hospitals. If people, yeah. are, if people are this adamant about traveling for Thanksgiving and going to see family... Christmas is going to be twice as yeah, bad. Yeah, Christmas is going to be fucking late. Christmas, I'm betting, is 80% of Americans are traveling. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's still not good. Um, as, as far as the vaccines go, we are, Moderna just announced yesterday, Pfizer a couple days prior for emergency authorization. Yeah. So the FDA has to approve something that's given to the public, right? Obviously. Yeah. It's what they're for, but you can normally this is a several year process, right? If John invents some drug that is a Viagra with better with less Viagra, but it also gets you jacked. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a steroids Viagra. Viagra. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Damn, um, patent that. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. <laughs> so be on the lookout for John's new drug. Slightly informed yeah. pharmaceuticals. Yeah, slightly informed uh, Viagroids. It's going to be coming. It's going to be sweet. Um, so say he does that. It's dick hard and you hard. <laughs> Viagroids. <laughs> It'd take about a year, right? Yeah. It'd take a while. Sorry, this so, is just a great idea. No, that's it's pretty great. Um <laughs> Yeah, let me know about uh, investment. I'm gonna call some scientists. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't even to... think we need to call him. Like, <laughs> Pfizer, once you're done with this COVID yeah, thing, I got, I got, I got the next one. It's in this binder. <laughs> I have all of my plans. Me, I've done the research. I have all of the plans of Look how you would implement binders. this. Binders. This big binder here. <laughs> and it can be yours for the low, low price of me retiring for the rest yeah, of my exactly. life. <laughs> But yeah, so normally it's it's a Nor- multi-year normally process. Normally it's several years. Yeah. Their emergency authorization, right? This is this takes the yeah. uh, it's front in line, right? Yeah. So and that's coming. That's December sixth or eighth. Slightly informed. I'm not 100 percent on early which one, December, but yeah. early December, um, that'll go in. The FDA will test it, Either approve or disapprove. Exactly. So I, I'm a, I'm honestly a little worried because we had a lot of stuff, you know. This has happened for the past three months. It's like, yeah. oh my god, we have something in phase two, and it's like, yeah, why'd that dude die? Like he's just like dead. Okay, cancel the trial. We got to go back. Yeah, to you got to find out exactly why. So it's it's very possible that this is gonna go through, and then it's also possible that it's 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 not right. So I have a strong feeling it's gonna go through, but I think people have to realize that getting to a level of herd immunity isn't like the day after the vaccine gets No, unleashed. not at all. It's like, several yeah, months. Yeah, and then exactly. You, then you open up the topic of anti-vaxxers. And the earliest I've heard who, that people think it could get relatively back to normal is next summer. So like May, June, July-ish. I can see that. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's not crazy. No. And a lot of people are saying way longer than that. That's, I, I, that's I think, like I think realistically Essentially the accelerated timeline is yeah. if everything goes perfectly according to plan, if people adopt this quickly, if we can figure out the supply chains to get it to people. Which is oh, way more difficult yeah. than people realize. No. You can't just slap the shit in like a UPS box and like no. mail it out. You know, like it's not. <laughs> and I mean, theoretically, you, you could do that with fried ice with like five yeah. vaccines, right? Yeah. Or fried eyes freeze yeah. i was dry gonna call ice. you on it but <laughs> fried, rice. Fried, eyes. <laughs> fried rice <laughs> no so with you know i mean that kind of stuff happens where you get like a frozen meal sent to your house i mean th- yeah. those kind of things happen but with pfizer we're talking 50 to 100 thousand vaccines in a shipment yeah you can't just drop that and you know yeah. that that has to be and then you run into the, the weird things like how much dried ice can you get like yeah. that would take a lot of dried Jesus. ice so um okay <laughs> it's, it's interesting out. so <laughs> i just wanted to kind of give an update on where we're sitting right now shit's getting worse and everyone's acting like it's getting better yeah ter- sorry <laughs> you're okay <laughs> we're nick's playing weird noises through <laughs> headphones and it's just like the first one wrinkling? was very off-putting <laughs> <laughs> it like sent like chills across my shoulder <laughs> I'll be uh, fair. Right. I was scared we were going to reach max capacity on my computer. I had like a predator response. Like, <laughs> where's the fucking tiger? Like, yeah, like one of those lizard brain responses where it's like John, John, just, John just pulled a gap from his belt. Yeah. And it's like, whoa! Beauty of living in Idaho. But uh, exactly, we, we can keep speaking from experience a Another little bit. Where like, turkey. yeah, <laughs> just. Uh, in, in work, like, we do sales or whatever, right? And we have more incentive now to be in the office than be out, you know? Like, whether that's, like, calling or emailing or whatever. But, like, we're, more people are getting packed into certain places as opposed to spreading out because right. it's fucking cold and no one likes to be outside when it's fucking cold. Yeah. No. So, you know, like, without canceling work, without paying people to stay home. And, and that's the thing. You have to, I mean, that is the answer. But now, the, now the, like the we problem. brought up, the political calculus is Mitch isn't going to, like, the same way Pelosi wasn't going to hand Donald Trump a win, 
Uh, Mitch, Mitch isn't, isn't going to give it to Pelosi, and he's not going to give Biden. it to Biden. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to give Biden a win on his first day in the office. You know, absolutely not. Like that's so, not going to fucking happen. It's we're not out of the woods. No, that, that's my big thing. Because and hope's I, not coming. The cavalry's not I've, coming. I've talked to, used to several it. people who have you know, oh, why aren't you like why aren't you wearing a mask or something like that or. And they're like, oh, the vaccine's on its way. Yeah. We're fucking good. Yeah. It's like, all right, you're a dude in your 40s. You're not getting the vaccine any anytime soon, right? Well, this vaccine's going to it. go to people who are high risk, and then it's it's going to trickle down yeah. to, you know, just based on if you, if you need it more than someone else, right? Yeah. So, and it's, you're not going to get an I'm vaccinated sticker or badge to like walk into a store without a mask. Yeah, no. You're still going to have to follow every single regulation. I'm honestly until it's crushed the curve. Super on board with the mask thing with just like being hyper normalized overall. Yeah. I fucking hate seeing people's faces now. Yeah. Like cover that shit up. Like, I don't, I don't need your you. COVID hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't need you breathing on me or near me or anything. Like I've seen several people, you know, you go into a restaurant or something to pick up some food or go into the store to grab some groceries. And I've seen several people, like, not be not wearing a mask. Yeah. And then everyone else just, like, it's like it's the... It's a dirty look show. Shame. Yeah, shame, yeah exactly. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Fred Meyer today grabbing some groceries, right? And this guy's not wearing a mask, and this woman is walking with her cart on the other side of the aisle. And he's like, oh, no, go ahead. And she's like, no. No. <laughs> and and he, he gives her a look, and he's like, uh, like, he didn't know what yeah. the fuck to say. And she's like, you're not wearing a mask. And just, like, backed her cart away. And then other people did. And, yeah. like, I get it's fucked Good. up, because then he had the whole aisle to himself, and yeah. he could shop without... You know, no, d- humans are social animals. We respond very strongly to social stigma. Right. So yeah. if you're stigmatized by the group that you're supposed to be a part of for not doing the thing, you'll learn real fast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everyone in my middle school learned when you have to wear a long sleeve under your short sleeve real fast because mm-hmm. that's what the cool kids did. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about social that's pressure. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, that was a thing in the early 2000s. <laughs> A t-shirt's not enough. You need a long sleeve and a short sleeve. I actually I, 100% do remember, you remember that. that? I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, I, remember. I remember being in California doing like that every, phase. Yeah, yeah. long sleeve and a short sleeve. I, yep. I remember it's like a two-tone really shirt because my mom wouldn't buy me a certain Under Armour long sleeve I yeah. wanted <laughs> yeah. to throw under. Like, you yeah. don't need it. Someone That's even made fun of me yeah. for having a long sleeve shirt that was just sewn to look like. It oh, was those a were long real too. Yeah, those were real. Coming out of a short, like it's one shirt. Yeah, it was one shirt that was a t-shirt and then sleeve. This is how big social pressure is. People do it. Like, like I think. But I'm the, not the, one to necessarily bully them into wearing a mask, but I think the situations like that where you're just like, like I'll steer away from people who don't have a mask on. It's just like, no, I'll, I'll take steer the long away way and kind of make it a, a, a yeah. Like I realize, I won't just so be I like, left. oh, that guy's way yeah. down there. No, I'm gonna walk to where I'm 20 feet away and then. Oh, fuck Quickly you. Stop. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. A friend of the pod works at a, uh, a, a local uh, brew pub in the kitchen, and there's, like, a massive window from the kitchen that the kitchen staff can see onto the floor. Yeah. And, like, they've made a habit of no matter what, now that the mandate in the state is when you're not seated at a table, you must be wearing a mask. That, yeah. That's back and reinstated again. Like, you'll anyone who sees anyone not wearing a mask walking away from the table, they just scream, wear a mask. Yeah, and like that's good. Four, four people from the back saw yeah. it at the same, looked up, saw the same guy at the same time, and everyone yelled, 
put on a mask at the same yeah. time. And he, like, looked so offended. Oh, yeah. No, Complained yeah. to his waiter. And then the waiter That's was fine. like, I don't care. Here, look. Yeah. Let me make, it, make it look like I'm yelling at you and yeah. really giving it to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, people, yeah. It's, it's a hard situation to be in because obviously we should all be wearing masks and stuff, you know? So... They're the, but I'm a libertarian. Yeah, <laughs> I, and which my I, rights. Oh my god, it, it, I can't even. They can't apply I can't that. Even get started. It's crazy that people. There's people who call themselves libertarian. No, yeah. by, and refuse to wear a mask because it's it's infringing on their rights. Private businesses can tell you to do anything. Exactly. But, yeah, like. It's a private business. That's, That's the whole the, right yeah. to refuse service thing that every business has. No matter what, yeah. we hold the right. If they told you to wear a fun party hat, otherwise you won't get served, they cannot serve you for not wearing the fun party hat. Right. Like, that's the whole... It's, it's their the business. Thing. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. It's no shirt, no mask, no as shoes, As long as no it's service. not discriminatory under protected classes. And guess what? Not liking a piece of fabric on your face isn't a protected class. No. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> It just isn't. You know, like, oh, God. It should be protected class in that we keep them in a separate yeah, part of the country. And we just, should. Just put a wall up around them. Just wait till it's done. Let's all evacuate Idaho and yeah. send them all here. Yeah, it's already bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. But, yeah, I mean. Logistically, it makes sense because you'll leave a lot of people here. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll have to evacuate as many. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, the epicenter. Yeah. <laughs> please wear a mask. Let's please try to get this under control. If you don't have to be around people, try not to do it. I don't know. Like uh, there's a lot of people who are out of work. Uber Eats, Grubhub, all these different things are which fuck big tech companies, but there is right now there's a use. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. them. <laughs> fuck them, but let's create a better one that fucks drivers over a little less right. and then use that. That over. employs their drivers yeah. for once. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I agree. Or or like what I've started doing too or what I've started trying to do more is call the business directly and go pick up your own fucking food. Yeah. Cause then Yelp, DoorDash, Grubhub, they don't get to take a cut and you're actually helping your... I mean, you if you're mask, ordering you're from, like, for 10 Five Guys or Chipotle yeah. or whatever, like, feel free because fu- it's giant corporations fucking over giant other corporations. But if you're going to, like, your local kebab house or whatever, like, just call and go pick it up so he doesn't get shafted for 25% of what you're paying, you know? Shout like, out Kebab House. Yeah, shout out Kebab House and Boise. <laughs> but <laughs> so good. It's real fucking fire. But, but yeah, just if it's especially a local family place that you actually want to stay open and support... Like, just just call their number directly, not through the Yelp app, because that also, if you didn't know, redirects and says it was from a Yelp app, and they still take a cut. Why? Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. That's yeah. fucked up. Same thing if, uh, if you order on, like, Kebab House's website through the Yelp app, they take a cut. Wow. That's, that's why it loads the browser in the Yelp app, because then they get to go to the restaurant and say, look, we got you a customer. Where's our 10%? Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So if... Which I I think fair is fair when you're doing that to Chipotle because, you know, it's Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. But if it's like your local family mom and pop place that you really like, you should really not get these middlemen involved because they're just taking a chunk of what you're trying to support your people with. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, good to know. Let's talk about the uh, what we talked about last week as our main segment: the Trump legal, <laughs> the legal team. team. The legal team has lost again. It was lost shocker. a lost a member. Oh, okay. We're one. We're one down. We're a we're a a powerful woman down. Didn't they call it the elite task force? Or yes. Elite, elite strike force or something, something like, like that? that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The elite strike force is a woman down. And, you know, before she even had the chance to release the Kraken and the, the yeah. fire hose of evidence. Right? The storm is upon us. Sydney Powell is gone. Yeah. 
with literally no press conference, no announcement, just a written statement from your favorite. It wasn't like a tweet. (laughs) Really, it could have been a Trump tweet. It was was a Rudy Giuliani statement that was definitely under 280 characters. Yeah, he could have tweeted it. He was just like, "Uh, let's not remember that this person was here. Yeah. Let's just disassociate (laughs) as quickly as possible. Well, and that's... You know, it's just... It's such a clusterfuck, it's hard to... Like, I feel bad for the people trying to coup the U.S. Because they suck so bad. <laughs> so you know, like, bad. Yeah, like, I can't even... Because, I, because like, we've talked about it before. I think they'd be better at it. The, the U.S., like, invented yeah. that. The, well, yeah. this, is, so, like, this is, like, elite CIA operatives. This is, like, some dorky suburban mom who got her law degree from somewhere and uh, now thinks she's part of an elite strike force, you yeah. know? Like, we can coup other places, but... And also, like, the the structures of the U.S. are not, like, designed to withstand what's going on right now if it were competent. It, 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 it actually, I watched uh, a lawyer I follow that I like did a presentation on it, and he explained, I, I think pretty succinctly, that the way the U.S. is set up is actually pretty stable to these kinds of attacks. Because the, the core power of our government is... Uh, embodied in the legislature, not in the executive branch. Uh, the guy is T. Greg Doucette, who we've cited before yeah, yeah. for his police violence videos, yeah. and he made a new video explaining how this isn't possible. Yeah. But basically, uh, the legislature, the, the Congress essentially certifies the results, and they can not certify a state that they have disagreement whether it should be certified or not. Mm-hmm. So you start with the states like. Alabama is the first state and like Wyoming or whatever is the last state and you go down the line and both the House and the Senate have to agree that the results make sense and then if they don't they can't move forward further. Right. So what happens when they don't move forward further? You can't seat a new president. What happens when you can't seat a new president? The Speaker of the House becomes president. Until then. Until they can sort out the, the yeah. difficulties. So so what he's what he, his whole thread basically was explaining that Unless, partially because they're so fucking confident, but unless Trump's willing to put tanks in the street, no matter what, he's gone. You either get a President Joe Biden or a President Speaker Pelosi or whoever the Speaker is. And the Speaker doesn't technically have to be an elected member of Congress. Mm -hmm. So the Democrats in the House could elect Joe Biden, Speaker of the House, Mm -hmm. and install him on January 20th. Yeah. So, yeah. And if any of you guys are scared, because this video put me at ease in a big way. Um, watch the video. It's on it's on his Twitter page, T. Greg said. I think he also has a YouTube page that's probably one of the only videos. But he essentially explains all all the loopholes people bring up like that, like, uh, what is it, faithless electors and mm-hmm. states trying to put in their own legislators as electors mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, even if that happens, the, the final certification decision is down to Congress. And Congress right now, the House actually has more power than the Senate. Uh, and it's a Democratic House. So he can't really soft coup. He would have to hard coup. Mm-hmm. And he's too big of a pussy to hard coup. And well, too incompetent. What's he, yes, You're going to send, like, fucking Steve Mnuchin over to the generals and be like, let's roll the tanks into uh, Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's not going to happen. But, I mean, if it had come down to, say, like, just Pennsylvania, does, oh, that, yeah. still, does that still no, hold up? No, 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 no. So he's so, talking about this particular, like, so he's talking circumstances about, exactly, where we're at now. Exactly. Okay. It's like, uh... 
he he basically makes the argument that Trump lost so big in what when Trump won by three oh six he called a landslide. Right. He now has lost by three oh six. Yeah. So, uh, Greg Doucette's point was basically like. He lost so big. If it was like a Florida thing, that you can switch. Yeah. Because we're down to like 500 votes and that's doable. But when you're talking about like six states you lost and a 306 to 220 whatever or something, you you just can't really go through the courts for something like that. Right. And that's embodied by a case that got struck down in Pennsylvania where the Trump legal team was trying to get them to invalidate 7 million votes. Right. And the judge was just like, yeah, that's, that's not something judges do. Right. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, like, like judges are willing to weigh in on like ones, tens, maybe hundreds of very specific ballots. But yeah. no, the judge basically uh, struck it down and said like, this the, the response you guys are asking for from me to do as a judge literally has no legal precedent. Right. So I can't. Right. You know, like, because... <laughs> like, and this is kind of boring, so we won't harp on it for too long, but the coup isn't really possible, and part of the reason it's not possible is because all the legal precedent for judging ballots is basically trying to disenfranchise as few people as possible. Right. So if something's kind of wonky, they don't want to throw out 300,000 votes because you just disenfranchised 300,000 voters. Right. They're willing to throw out, like, five, ten. 500 whatever but the, once you get into the thousands I, I like th there's no legal precedent for it so they can't turn around and be like yeah you have some vague conspiracy theory about a voting machine therefore let's invalidate 10 million voters and there's also no legal setup to, for a do-over right. so unless the the legal system in many different states because uh, the Supreme Court would have to be buck wild to say we get to oversee state legislature or uh, election decisions because that's all done on a state level. So the federal right. federal judiciary doesn't really even have a say in that. Mm -hmm. You have to solve that all at like state supreme courts. Right. So unless like seven state supreme courts wanted to flip it, they can't. And even if they did, it would be such a big political clusterfuck. This would take years. It would it? take years, and the solution is. Essentially, Congress puts in a president, right? Because no matter what, the president gets resworn in on the twentieth of January, right? So, the reason they get resworn in is because your term ends. That's why it's the right. second term. You get resworn in because no matter what, you're done. Yeah. Even if you're a two-term president, your first term has ended, and we recertified you, and you reswear in. Right. So, either way, Trump's gone on the twentieth. Mm -hmm. He might try to get re-sworn in, but he can't because the decision's made in the legislative branch, not the judiciary right. or the executive. Yeah. So go watch this video. It's an hour. It was actually a way more interesting hour than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but essentially, with how big Trump lost his time, it's not possible to coup. Yeah. Unless he wants to do, like, a soldiers in the streets, tanks running down Pennsylvania Avenue. Like, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not yeah. doable, you know? And even though he he fucking corrupted uh, like the border patrol or whatever and made them all Trump cronies, like the military at the end of the day, if you're a general, they usually don't give a fuck who the president is, right? Because they get to sit through a bunch of presidents. Like, so, like they've been they've been yeah. lying to him about how many troops yeah, are in exactly. Syria. Like, yeah, or they, like how empty the cupboards were when you came. I didn't have yeah. bullets, sir. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah I guess exactly. right, whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> fuck you, you're either here for eight or you're here for four, but I'm here for forty. Yeah. So. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut for these four years mm -hmm. and then hopefully have more sway with the next guy. Right. So, this, it, like, this video will put your mind at ease. Trump, and it, Trump being an idiot will put your mind at ease for the hard coup because there's no right. way he convinces. Which I, I have a question to pose. Yeah. Do you think the the current generals and stuff we have, Yeah. Trump or Biden? 
I kind of lean more towards Biden. I think they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They, I think I they, they I had think to they, make a choice. I think they don't like Biden, but they're sick of having to like withhold information from the yeah. executive branch, which has to give the go-ahead for many things. Yeah, or make military mm-hmm. decisions based on the whim of a tweet or something. Right, you know, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or have to be ready to wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah. because Trump did some stupid shit the day before yeah. and someone's responding in a different Yeah, I think zone. a lot of the rank-and-file yeah. military still like Trump. I think a lot of the leadership, though, doesn't give a shit either way because they know they get to do whatever they want. Right. And they just want to stop babying this guy. And they probably feel like with Biden, they're going to have more leeway because it doesn't seem like Biden's going to be super in command. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's been just going to become bureaucratic again. Yeah, to them. exactly. And they've dealt with that their exactly. whole lives. This is a new phenomenon, the yeah. Trump phenomenon. The Trump phenomenon where you have to pamper different. his sensibilities. Yeah, his ego. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one more thing for them to fucking deal with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did you have more on the legal stuff, though? Because that was kind of a tangent. But there's with how big the loss is, he can't coup it. No, and I, I guess I didn't mean to say one. that you Trump hit it on the head. from here, yeah. from this point right now, if he was competent, could accomplish that kind of legislative coup. Yeah. But I, what I'm saying is that really, if it came down to it in certain circumstances, legislatures can oh, or, sorry, if, no, sorry, yeah. ju- judicial sorry yeah. judicial like uh, 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 circumstances and I, I think if, if we were talking that. what we were talking on election night which was starting to look like a 279 279 right. or or sorry 269 271 yeah something like or or a straight tie 270 yeah, 270, 270 yep. or whatever 269 269 whatever if it was a straight tie or you're down like one we can talk about getting the judiciary involved. When, right. When you lost, like, six states, yeah. you're not, I mean, it's not going to happen. Yes, yeah. And essentially, there would, ha- literally, that's why the that Sidney Powell's, like, long, like, like Hail Mary. Oh, the Hail Mary long shot was, was uh, every 10 vote. million yeah, votes, votes got flipped by this super he computer did, he not only, machine. He not only won by, he didn't yeah. win by hundreds of thousands of votes. Yeah. Trump won by millions Trump won of in votes. a landslide. Yeah, yeah. And it was only because of this rigged voting machine that we got out of Venezuela for some reason. Right, that, or that it's sending things to the Chinese <laughs> Communist Party and yeah. then redirecting the votes to Biden. Yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. all online, which isn't true either. Like, it's more, all locally stored. That's one thing that really hasn't... I ha- personally haven't seen it touched on too much, but it has been proved now that it is impossible that votes are being switched and that kind of thing. They yeah, okay, Multiple so people have ran from, the, the yeah. system itself yeah. and it's fucking impossible. From what I've heard, it's not impossible, but the way you would have to do it is hack each individual machine, machine. Yeah, in, yeah. in each There's location. No, you, you, you you can, can it doesn't see, upload it to a cloud or anything. Because like, you can see the, the software that is uploaded yeah. onto every machine yeah. uniformly. Yeah. Every so- every machine that's an electronic voting machine yeah. has the same software. You can see the parent li- things so like li- exactly yeah. what you're saying. You would have to have the the MAC address and the IP address of every single voting machine and every single the, way. It's and the only way like to it. operate it is to like put in like say a flash drive into each specific one. Exactly. So you would need millions, hundred thousand secret operators. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Overnight in all every single state to flood every single vote count location. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not possible. Now, if QAnon were organized, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, straight up. Um, but, but yeah, like, that's there, that's kind of where we're at, is is a dead end. It's, it's, there's nothing. It's dead in the water. It's dead in the water. Trump gets to keep crying for the next 60 days or whatever it is, and then he's removed from office, and knowing him, he'll probably keep complaining. I, I, I think there's way more, 
reason to believe in like a Trump TV network or something going yeah. forward. Yeah. Or, or or maybe he like Takes starts to endorse OAN or, OAN or, OAN yeah. or like Newsmax or something. Yeah. And then he complains yeah. for until he dies yeah. about a, a stolen what's, election. What's that movie? Oh, it's a Robin Williams movie where he like became president and then he realized that the voting machines were off and he was man of the year. Man of the year. Everyone's acting like this is some man of the year shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out voting machines are relatively secure. (laughs) Like it's a big shocker that they put any sort of thought. Like there's a reason you can't vote from your home fucking desktop. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because they are not as secure as a voting machine is. Yeah. Like, there's a reason you have to be at a, mach- at a machine that's certified and done in person. So and I heard they interesting aren't on the cloud. And now I heard an interesting refutation of uh, why, why, why can I bank from my smartphone, but I can't vote from my smartphone? Right. And the, essentially the argument is like... So your money doesn't matter as much as no your money your, your money is shared publicly as information between you and the bank. So if you have a right. disagreement, but you wouldn't want how John Arterburn voted to be shared publicly because exactly. the vote's supposed to be secret. Because the because there, there's two there's basically two conflicting ideas in tech. It's supposed and to it's, be secret, but we all know how John Arterburn voted. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you, I'm not ashamed. Yeah, yeah. It, the, there's like two conflicting ideas of secrecy and security. Yeah. And in tech, you have to uh, prioritize one over the other. Yeah. There is a zero sum game between yeah. security and secrecy. Yeah, if it exactly. Is, if it is secret to you, yeah, then it can't be equally secure. Yeah, because yeah. like you can look at all your transactions and make sure the math adds up and whatever. Yep. But you can't do that with voting because then you'd have to publish how everyone voted from their smartphone. Right, and that's not doable. So because the only way to trace that someone wasn't sending the same vote multiple times yeah. from the same IP address is for that IP address yeah. to be public. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, so it's not it's not possible. It, and to, voting to, machines is equally not possible yeah. to be rigged in I think the, the mo- mass the, scale the, And the need. most secure way, obviously, moving forward is either all paper ballots or paper duplicates. Because right now there's some states that use only machine voting, which I think is fucking dumb because it leads to things like this. What happens... I have a silly... I have a question. I don't know the answer to Yeah. I go... And vote. Yeah, I have my. They keep it until the election certified. I put it in the machine. Yeah. It doesn't shred it or anything. It just drops it. Drops and it into it a keeps box. It. it keeps it until elections are certified. Okay, that's yeah. when the mailmen come in and switch the yeah. Biden or the Trump votes yeah. to Biden. Or at least, like like no. I said, there are a few states that do all all digital. And they're still pretty secure, and they're not using Dominion for the most part. So right. shut you like up. literally vote on yeah. a touch screen. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. But most states do like what we did here in Idaho, which is I vote on my paper, you feed it through the machine. The machine literally just scantrons it, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter if I voted in Sharpie or pencil or pen or anything, because it's just seeing which bubble is is darker than the other bubbles. Right. And then it counts that, and then it drops the ballot into a box. And the Secretary of State keeps all those boxes in some undisclosed location so that if there is a disagreement, if we need, like, Georgia's did a hand recount. And like we said for the past four weeks or so, they're, they're, they did have some conflicting ones, which is fine. Because anytime you count 70, 140 million it of something, all the time you're going to get one or two odd ones. Or yeah, exactly. Like that. This is just... Yeah, but it wasn't tens of thousands. It was, like, under 100. So, right. yeah, like, it's not... Statistical noise. Yes, statistical noise, and they keep all most states, especially the swing states, they keep the paper ballots until the elections have been certified, so that if you want to come back with a crazy lawsuit, they can just open the closet and count again. That that's how it works. And and they get independent poll watchers in there, which the Trump campaign has admitted they have had in those rooms, and obviously they can't let you 
up like three inches away from the ballot, but you can stand 10 feet away and watch them. Right. And all of, all of the counters are on CCTV cameras 24 seven. Yeah. So if you did want to come back with a lawsuit and said, I saw Larry change the bubble for Joe Biden to, or Trump to Biden at eleven fourteen or whatever, we could literally just watch his camera and you could point out when that happened. And then we could look for more stuff, right but those now. aren't the lawsuits that are coming in. The lawsuits are, oh, there was a weird truck that was supposed to deliver food, and I didn't see the food. <laughs> it's like, okay. That could, sounds could like the, fraud. Could the food that have been in a different fraud. room? Sure. But I didn't see the food. So, <laughs> yeah, clearly they were carrying something else in besides food. Right. And that's that's the affidavits we're getting right now that we have to sort through. And fair enough. Like, fair enough. Sort through them. Fine. So, yeah. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like the, food, food plays a big role in this. I think that's got some ground. Have you guys ever seen the movie Den of Thieves? I have not. <laughs> <laughs> they use food. Do they to, sneak in with a food cart or they, something? They use food to uh, steal money from the Federal Reserve. Ah. Uh, there you go. So... I think we got some grounds here. Yeah, and I think, and I think we should revisiting. stop podcasting. We got a better idea. Steal from the Federal Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. The whole premise Nailed of this it. movie is outrageous. They just like, okay, guys. So yeah. hundreds when they're bad, they just get burned or they get shredded, right? Yeah. So if we steal the hundreds that are set to be shredded, no one knows. It won't be accounted so for. So then yeah. they like somehow sneak into the Federal Reserve in yeah. L.A. Yeah. and steal all this money. I mean, they don't steal it. Like, yeah. of course, Gerard Butler walks in with a fucking... fucks them up, right? But the whole premise is just crazy. Yeah. It's... And anyway, It's almost as crazy original. as stealing a witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> no, John, that one makes total sense. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, okay, can we point out one other thing, too? When we're talking, when people talk about 2016 Russian meddling, <laughs> they're not saying they're meddling with the, the vote count. Yeah, yeah. They're saying they're meddling with Americans' minds and through social media. Yeah, yeah. Who should be exactly, exactly. The Which is a real thing. We think which it is was a real thing overplayed by like yeah. MSNBC and them, but like. It, like that happens. We do that. We do that to everyone time else. Yeah. Every country <laughs> yeah, around yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. Every, like, like the yeah. vast majority yeah. of democracies, democracies, at least ones with natural resources yeah. or large populations. So yeah, we we enforce yeah, it turns our out hegemony everyone, on like, that same A lot of level. people want to destabilize the U.S., and a great way to do that is by getting your grandma to believe that Joe Biden eats babies in his basement. Right. That's a great way to destabilize a country. Get get twenty percent of the population to believe that the people in power are each children's adrenal glands like right that's, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. hilarious effective way to destabilize a populace right but they don't send in a hundred thousand russian special ops agents to change the vote total so trump wins like via like, via yeah. like internet just yeah it's changing not that's the, not the what anyone meant by russian meddling yeah so when people are like well why was it all russian meddling last time and not this time it's like fair enough the media doesn't want to report on it this time because their guy won uh but they were but probably also, still meddling, yeah. but it doesn't affect the vote totals. Right. It affects how people felt and why they voted a certain way. Yep. Yeah. And obviously, if they were, if their allegiances remained the same, then that it was not a strong enough thing to overthrow the daily yeah. lives of what people were going through right now. Yeah. The, and the the daily, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's all fucked and. We've said it so many times, but why can't I be a DC lobbyist or one of those special advisors to mm -hmm. the president? Because I would have been like, yeah, you know what people like? Money. 
Yeah. Give him some more of it. UBI. Yeah. That was crazy. Trump crazy won thing. the largest amount of non-white votes of any Republican in 60 years. And one of the major cited reasons is we were all struggling and I got a check with his name on it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super tight. I literally yeah. know someone <laughs> who voted for Trump and when when uh, approached as to why they voted for Trump, they said – Oh, uh, Trump! Uh, Trump wrote us a, a twelve hundred dollar check. check. Yeah. yeah, Trump gave us money. Yeah, and that was—I was like, how many months ago was that? How yeah. long has have you been struggling? Do you know since what then? that is per hour? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Like, but so, still, yeah. it's some, if you're used to the government giving you fuck all and then taking money from you, yeah, then yeah. if they do fuck all and take money from you and then give but you send you twelve hundred bucks, yeah, yeah. like that's still a win, you know. Yeah. Like if the status quo is fuck you go die and the new quo is fuck you go die but here's twelve hundred dollars, right? Then the government's functioning better for you. you yeah, know? exactly. Like, like it's simple yeah, math yeah, to the people yeah, who pay like, like zero attention yeah. to what's oh, going 100%, on. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I and I even said like I would be tempted to vote if he instituted some sort of program like UBI if the right wing started one and said like hey if you vote yeah. for me and you keep it going. And yeah. I, I'll keep this going yeah. after my election or until oh, yeah. after the election. Yeah. 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 Or just like, look, uh, I saw that UBI thing. Great idea. Perfect time to test as a pandemic. We're running this for a year. We'll see how it shakes out or if we want to keep it going. Boom. Landslide. Yeah. Well, Landslide. Yeah. Speaking of UBI, John, you want to piss off the gang gang? Uh, I don't want to piss off the gang gang. I want to verify that they were correct. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. So a little bit of background to set up this story. Um, during the primaries, uh, the Democratic primaries, um, I liked Andrew Yang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but no. yeah, <laughs> we so all did. There was there was a thing in 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 like Yang Gang Twitter and stuff where it was called the Yang Media Blackout, which was essentially like they would have the people who are polling the top six people in polling, and it would be like whatever your favorites, like Bernie, Joe, Elizabeth, whatever, and Yang would be sixth with like 3% in polling, and they would put as number six Beto O'Rourke with 1% or whatever. And then say other or yeah. something after. Or, or yeah, nothing, it, yeah, or nothing. Yeah. Just like insinuating the top six are these guys instead of skipping Andrew Yang. Right. Um, well, even the stuff that pissed me off is saying yeah. his name wrong. They, and just, yeah, oh, MSNBC shit. had one word. Add it up. Yeah, yeah the, they, they put up a picture of John Yang, who was actually a tech CEO or something, <laughs> and it's just some other random Asian dude, you know? Which is, like, hella racist. Yeah, it's pretty fucked Could up. you imagine if, like, you put up, of, like, Cory Booker, and it's, like, some other random black dude named Cory? Like, that would be the biggest news story <laughs> ever, you right. know? Like, yeah, yeah. Cor- Cory from the House is yeah, running exactly. for president. <laughs> yeah, but they do it to Yang. And they're like John Yang running for president, and, and with a picture of another random Asian dude. Like uh, that's hella racist. Or like one of my favorites was they put up uh, the picture of like the the ten people appearing on on the debate stage later today with nine pictures. Right. And it's like the one guy excluded. Yeah. And I'm sure this happened to other candidates. I I noticed it more with Yang because he was he was my guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like and some of it seem to be intentional like right. like like i could understand you have an intern google yang president and it pops up like john yang for some reason whatever because he's the CEO president of some tech company okay so if it happens once if it happened once if it happened three times okay, but there's but uh yeah if you google, how many times did it happen we're talking like 15 20 times yeah across networks yeah. we're like like the CNN had one where they were talking to Andrew Yang on the phone and had a graphic of the people participating in the debate without him on it right and it's like 
Well, clearly you didn't forget he existed. Yeah, he's, he's on the phone, on the phone with, with you. you literally yeah. at the moment. Yeah. If you if you want to walk through of this, uh, Scott Santons, who I've recommended before, uh, he's a big just UBI overall guy. Mm-hmm. Like he liked Yang because he was UBI, but he he's just a he's UBI, just a UBI, UBI guy. And studied yeah, and real good re- take. Researcher, Follow him yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, he put together this article that's called "A Visual History of the Yang Media Blackout," and it's all the examples. And there's probably 15, 20, 25 of them. Okay, so that's the background. Uh, today, Andrew Yang tweeted out, yeah, Yang has a podcast now called Yang Speaks, which is cool. Um, I, I recommend the podcast because he just talks to it people. It is great. He yeah, had Nina Turner he had Nina on. Turner they had a fantastic there. conversation. Yeah, he's talked to Marianne Williamson. Yeah, yeah. Just he's talked really to great. Alexis Ohanian of Reddit. He mm-hmm. just talks to a bunch of different people with experience. Uh, Justin Amash was on it, and he did a really great explainer of why Congress is so fucked. Um, and he basically... Uh, you know, it was like, what are they called? Old bills where you could just attach something for like your community, like like the pork of a bill, like the like trim the pork off oh, of it. Oh, um, yeah, I don't I don't like know a, what the like a rider, term. but for yeah, smaller. exactly, okay. exactly. So you could you could like it's a bill funding transportation across the U.S., but it also for some reason funds the sewage system of like Des Moines. You know, because right. okay. that congressperson can go back to Des Moines and be like, look, I got a sewage system upgrade. Mm-hmm. Keep voting me in. Uh, it's awesome. Like, I'm yeah. doing shit for you. That system has been ended, and p- uh, Congress people can't make amendments. Uh, so it's the ba- the government's basically the president, the Speaker of the House, and the Senate Majority Leader, and that's it. Yeah. Like, the, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah, so, so he has some great guests on. I don't believe on. it. But he tweeted out today, uh, Monday on YangSpeaks.com, longtime MSNBC producer Ariana Peccary joins us to discuss her public departure from the network, the forces that shape cable news coverage, and what we can do to improve our trust in media. A lot of people are concerned about this. Thanks, Ariana. Yang's always a nice guy. So it's just like, thanks, did great work, whatever, you know. Um, And he likes to talk about things people care about, which is like right now, even people on the left hate big media. They, like... The yeah, left yeah, and yeah, right yeah. are united in saying fake news, basically. Yes. Um, so Scott Santons replies to that tweet, I'm just going to leave this here for those who aren't aware of MSNBC's coverage of you in the primary, responding to Andrew Yang. Uh, and that ha- is the visual history of the Yang media blackout with all the examples. So he's saying, like, just so you know, like, we're not super friendly with MSNBC because you guys really fucked us during the primaries. Yeah. Because anytime he would have a win and we were all excited on Twitter, like, oh, he hit the polling to get in into the like the debate or whatever. Yeah. No one would cover it. Right. No. No one would no. cover it. Yeah. Or anytime he had a big moment, like, there was one where he broke down crying because a mom told him the story of like how her kid got shot and at a, a gun violence summit, and it was just like a very human moment of a dad being like. That's fucking devastating. Fuck, I yeah. have kids. Like, I can't imagine going home and, like, my three-year-old's been shot or whatever. So it was just, like, a very human moment, which you don't get to see a lot from candidates. Yeah. And there's no coverage of anything like right. this on the media. So it really pissed off the Yang Yeah, and, and if you're a Bernie Krat like I was... Oh, uh, same, same you, boat. You, same yeah. boat. Like, you, there was times where CNN would put up Biden, 33%, Beto, 21%, uh, Buttigieg, 20%, and then... Others and others under forty percent or something like yeah. that, and and literally Bernie was two. Yeah, Bernie was twenty nine percent on that poll. Yeah. I remember. So yeah, like yeah. Th- it happens to anyone that speaks against democratic orthodoxy. And so this someone's this is, just a little different. Yeah. New ideas. Well, new ideas that hurt people in power. And yeah, speak, exactly. to speak power to yeah, speak regular truth to people. Power. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so this is the breaking news of today. 
Uh, Ariana Peccari, the the producer from MSNBC, responds to that tweet about the Yang Media blackout, and she says, actually, I just reviewed my journal. On April 25th, 2019, I was told that we were never to pursue Andrew for an interview on our show, along with several others. The list of candidates was dictated, but the reasons for allowing them are not were not explained. Yeah. So she's just admitting, which it, it, it no one else will probably bring this up but like she's admitting that there there was a list of candidates that were blacklisted from being promoted on MSNBC MSNBC specifically which I'm sure was true of a lot of other media of like right. don't point out Bernie's wins right D- don't point out when Yang outpolls you because that's basically a yeah, death yeah, sentence exactly. for your campaign was like once once Yang passes you you're done so don't point out when Yang passes a Kamala Harris right or anyone like that or in national polling a Pete Buttigieg or doubles whatever. Kamala yeah. Harris's like turnout for yeah, most exactly. yeah, yeah exactly random man running for president is crushing all of these senators and Congress people and stuff right. and so she's admitting that there was a, a mandate from higher up at MSNBC that said don't try to get him on shows like we don't want to promote this guy right and I'm sure there's very some Bernie's almost too big you can't ignore him this right. cycle but I, I remember a very similar vibe from 2016 a lot too. of similar things yeah, yeah. But it's specifically 2016 yeah. Yeah. specifically in 2016 at the beginning they were just trying to pretend that Bernie didn't exist right that no no one is running against but no Hillary matter, Clinton no matter what yeah. this yeah. hurts a candidate Severely. Oh, it does. The I only mean, the only way they were able to get around it, and they've said in multiple interviews, is they went outside of legacy media because legacy media wouldn't talk to them, right. and that's why you go on like a Joe Rogan or like an Abe Lincoln's mm-hmm. Top Hat or yep. Chapo or whatever. Yep. Is like the legacy media won't talk to me. These other people with millions of listeners will talk to me. Looks mm-hmm. like I'm going there. Yeah, you know. So I just wanted to bring it up that like, but it kind of shows with even what was that? Oh God, what's her name? That that app that you could take uh, answer little questions and stuff like that. And oh. whoever when got like two hundred fifty. Oh, grand. Samantha B did. A, oh, it, it yeah, was like but a it kind of just shows how Yang was fucking crushing it. Yeah. On Sam he had B's a smaller base, app. but a very, very loyal Local base. Loyal exactly. Base. It reminded me of Bernie. It reminded me of Trump, where it's like the people in the Yang gang are fucking crazy energy. about Yang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the energy was there. And that's why I, I believe there could be a surge if he could break through that media blackout, right. which yeah. he never did. But the, the people who... 2024? When you talk... In 2024, definitely, because now it's not random man for runs for president. It's, it's 2020 hopeful re- runs again because he's not happy with... Whatever, right. you know? Yeah. So you already Which have your name in the conversation. several times in history. And he's been proven right about everything. Right. He has. Right. Like, right. If there's anyone who's We just talked about this. What the, the fuck would a UBI that we, do that for we, us? Yeah. That, we, that we, like, yeah. say should have your attention. And so yeah. Bernie is too old. He's right. going to get... not going to run again. He's going to get replaced by someone. So someone's right. going to take up the Bernie lane. Yang is young enough where he can run again. Mm-hmm. It's just a... It, a conversation. Really, how old is he? He's like forty something. He's nah, a really young he's dude. Young guy. Yeah. yeah, but this is a conversation we're gonna have, probably midterms and next prim- next primary especially is, can the Bernie Lane and the Yang Lane coalesce? Right. Because right, of right now future... most of the socialists hate Yang because he's a technocrat billionaire, even though he's not. But that that's where a lot of the left blasts Yang of like, mm-hmm. I'm just sick of hearing about Yang. He's a technocrat. He's not a true socialist, which he's not. Then fair no, enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Like, no. But his policies benefit you way more as a middle ground compromise than a Biden or, or a Kamala, Kamala. or yeah, exactly. a Buttigieg. Do, yeah. you, do you agree with the statement that the the Bernie team? I don't know what you guys call yourselves. Bernie Kratz. Bernie Kratz and the Yang. That's gang, what they're called. That's what a lot of people refer to them as. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Do you agree with the fact that, or the my feeling that out of all of them, they could join forces easier than anyone else? Oh, they could. They so could. I mean, you um, have Warren and and Bernie yeah. See, who and, are and a lot the, closer, here's, but here's I don't the know. Thing. It I reminds like, me of a of a bid Chapo had after Yang dropped out. Yeah, where Chapo brought up there's there's two if you supported either of these two candidates we can take you in with open arms and this was when they were being all braggy about it because they thought bernie had it smooth sailing to yeah the, yeah to the nomination yeah because nevada it, just yeah. fell but they they basically there's two candidates that with open arms you're you're a little misguided but with open arms we can accept you into our tent and that was yang and tulsi for different reasons right but but it was saying like if you, you're you're a little misinformed but you got the right idea basically well, you're, yeah. you're 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 also those are people those are the two the three candidates who were like um what is the word uh, where you're where you're no longer like anti-establishment outside? Yeah, the yeah, but I'm, I was saying like like disenfranchised yeah. specifically by the party that's supposed to be representing exactly. You. Yeah, exactly. and 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 that is true. And I will say, I, I do believe that um, as someone who was a surrogate, made calls for Bernie, did a lot of stuff for Bernie, donated yeah. rapidly to Bernie, and I even donated some to Yang as well. Yeah, I hit both uh, of them. Um, it, it's, it's, it's something where we have to realize the collective interest against us. Yeah. And I also want to bring up a concept that I brought up. Well, that's up what I'm afraid of, too, is they'll split, they'll split the vote next time. Right, be right, again. exactly, yeah. 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 And, and, and I Progressive think lane gets split. If if we're able to organize something the way that, that the centrists did, where sure we still run our own individual candidates, like say Yang runs and Nina Turner runs yeah. or something or like AOC that, or, or AOC whoever, or yeah. someone, yeah, runs, and then you get to a, a point where you're realizing that mathematically yeah. there's a path to victory in conforming together. That's also I I I hate trashing Bernie, but I'm gonna trash him for a second. Bernie fucked up by not endorsing UBI. That was a Big fuck up. Because yeah, Yang, I, I'd agree. Yang basically said, "I'll endorse any of you fools left who says, yeah, UBI is cool." Like that was his literal like line was yeah. just like, "Say something pro UBI, and I I'm on your bandwagon. I'll get the whole Yang gang on your bandwagon." And obviously, no one gave a fuck because it was five percent of the vote or whatever. I was gonna say that yeah. that would be the one thing I'd say that I don't. But think I also think he's. Bernie I don't think he saved him. But Yang is a very effective surrogate, right? Which is if if Yang joined Bernie, and it probably would have been too late by the time Yang dropped out to try to switch like a North Carolina or whatever. Right. But all Bernie had to say was like, yeah, UBI is cool. And Yang would have switched to him completely as opposed to just shutting the fuck up and then endorsing Biden a month and a half later when he right. clearly had the... And they liked each other as far as their their campaigns go. That's Nina what Turner was talking about. That yeah, that that Bernie and Yang only had great things to say about and each Bernie other. And Bernie compliment. She said specifically, basically, Bernie has complimented you, and Bernie isn't a mushy gushy feeling guy. No, so he doesn't compliment if people. Yeah, if he like, says he likes you, it's because he actually likes, likes you. you. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Now, now I want to talk about real quick before we go. This is a perfect example of the two uh, of one of the more overt. Um, cases of this we've talked about the concept that noam chomsky pre pre uh, presents and i would say his magnum opus of uh political theory uh manufacturing consent yeah now typically manufacturing consent what that what that means if if you're unfamiliar is um that the media will create the image or the idea or the or or or, or some kind of uh consensus or a fake consensus yeah that the way things are going and the status quo that they are now are there for a reason because we've consented to that status quo. Now, there's there's two ways that it manifests. One, typically, it manifests in ways where, like, he had an interview with a guy in the BBC, and the guy in the BBC was like, hey, look, 
I'm a hard-nosed journalist. I've worked my whole life, and I've and I've and I expose corrupt business practices mm -hmm. and politicians who step out of line and this and that and this and that. And he's like, look, they don't. He's like, he's like, look, I I I, I just write and 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 speak on what compels me specifically to speak and write on things. Yeah. And and uh, Noam Chomsky responds to him and says, look, that's why you're in the position. You're in that position the ladder, yeah. because you follow the line. You challenge the right people and don't challenge the Exactly. Other you're within the framework with which we yeah. have established as the most left or the most positive progressive that's ideal acceptable. that's acceptable yeah. in media. The minute you yeah. become beyond that, the minute you go out and start advocating for things like, like saying that uh, uh, gosh, that people deserve to not die in the streets yeah. or things like that, like the minute you step beyond that framework, yeah. you're done. Yeah. So that's usual. That's the vast majority of them. This well, is they, an they impressive you, case. Yeah. yeah. This is an impressive case because it's a direct, like, like top well, down. And so she she left. Right. So that's why I think she's speaking out. Is she's trying to find her lane now right yes. so yeah she she left because she didn't like the direction they were heading mm -hmm. and that's what they're talking about with like the problems with legacy media and stuff like that so because yeah, yeah most people most like journalists feel like they are never silenced by their superiors no they feel like they're There's not just a consensus exactly yeah. but that's this is a case of where like they can be they can be overt when they feel they need to for the sense of what well, i think it was in specific response to Scott Santon saying, look, you fucked him over the whole time and now you're going on the podcast. I just want to point that out. Right. Whatever. So then she responds like, yeah, we did and I have evidence of it. Yeah. So yeah. Whoop, whoopsie daisy, you know? Yeah. Like that's part of the reason I left is because you guys were getting fucked over. Right. And I, I think just to spin back into the future of politics is can... You can't. Can we time it next time where there somehow build a consensus that says whoever's ahead, let take the left completely, right? Because right. because if we if we split the left again, there, I mean even this time when there was essentially a consensus for Bernie, mm -hmm. he still didn't win. Right. So how how do you like? Yeah, I don't know. It's just basically like can can the Yang Gang and the Bernie Kratz coexist? And obviously, there's still strong feelings on both sides that a lot of the Yang Gang hates socialists because they're so aggressive about socialism. And it's just like, well, these are the exact same policies but marketed towards normal people. Mm -hmm. Like, the Freedom Dividend is fundamentally redistributing 10% of the economy right. straight to the people. Very socialist program. Right. But th he labels it human-centered capitalism because mm -hmm. he feels it tests better or yeah. whatever. And, and now, the if the next candidate can... I think, the, I think the, the real consensus between the two is the idea of social democracy. Because Bernie and... And you can say that it, it, it stifled his chances of uh, taking office in a major way um, when he called himself a democratic socialist, because he's not. What democratic socialism really is, is what happened when Hugo Chavez was elected to become the leader of Venezuela. Yeah. Most people like literally just believe whatever Fox News says about him being a dictator. Hugo Chavez was elected. Yeah. So Hugo Chavez is an example of a, a democratic socialist. Yeah. Someone who used democratic means to achieve power and then revert private owner, uh, ownership into public or or, or mass-oriented ownership yeah. and then use those uh, energies. Now, I don't want to say that's a model that we should follow, but what I'm saying is Bernie used something that yeah. describes something he's not to describe himself. He's not well, a, really a Democratic I think he was basically socialist. taking 
the Nordic model democratic socialism. That's social, dem, that's social democracy. Yeah. That's not socialism yeah. under, there is yeah. literally no, I mean, the, yeah. the worker ownership of, of countries yeah. in, in or, or yeah, worker control of their means of production in Europe is almost nothing. But, but this it's part of what I mean high level is like, of socialization. So if you use social democracy, that's not the scary word people are used to. I, I think the- They can't attack the idea of treating that is people a scary well. word. That, 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 Socialism? Yeah, yeah. No, but in social democracy, because now it just sounds like something Bernie would say. Well, so he I, hasn't I think used that, that term. I think it's so close to the other term that if you're not paying attention, you would think it's the exact same term. I mean... Democratic socialism versus social democracy? It's just flipping the order of the words. Yeah, but that's but it, to most people, they've never heard... Most people have never heard that I term. I feel you. That's what I'm saying. Is like, you can say a word that's been poisoned for decades for 10 decades uh, like literally I don't, as, I don't, yeah. as being a reason but like social democracy is just saying is it's literally leaves the baggage behind of socialism and says because that's what yang is realistically yeah he's also a social democrat oh totally. they're both social but democrats he will, he, i think the reason why he was able to get 50% of his support to come from the republican party was he ditched all the buzzwords and just said what he's going to do yeah you know, yeah, and 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 he didn't. He tried. He authentically pulled the Liz Warren shtick of like, I'm not against capitalism. I am a capitalist, but I just think it should be pointed towards helping people, humans. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and that that's the, I think that's a, a fundamental disagreement we're going to have to deal with in 2024 is which marketing's better. Right. And if we can't agree on which marketing's better, we're, we're going to split it again. Right. Yeah. And that's our big thing. We have to. It's marketing. Yep. Which is why the Republican Party has done so well for so long. And I will say, I, marketing. I, it, it, they're it's really marketing. good at marketing yes, terrible plans towards everyone. Yeah, right. But it's, it's marketing. You're marketing it's something. a marketing no miracle. How bad yeah. it is, yeah. the marketing is great. So you're there. And, and I will say that the one thing I think, even though it, uh, like I said, I think, it, I think it may have slightly dampened his ability to gain power in 2016 or 2020. I think what Bernie did in using the term democratic socialism oh, is that he brought it, moved, it into the zeitgeist. He brought it into the zeitgeist, yeah. and and the fact is that any of these countries that have achieved social democracy, anything close to what Yang or Bernie are advocating for, yeah. they have strong, extremely strong worker organization and social like socialist organizing. Well, and so so there's that yeah. there's a, the Overton window is brought over like the way that the fascists did yeah. to make Trump's nationalism seem mainstream. One well, that's what. Yang also was unfairly critiqued as a one-issue candidate because he also vastly endorsed worker co-ops and stuff. Right. Like, things like a worker co-op is loved it's by the it's the basis yeah. of socialism. Exactly. It's the, or the, or the, base, or yeah. the the growth. The workers have a say in their company. Right. Like you yeah. know, like and he was a big fan of that and thought we should expand that. But he, all he was labeled as the media was the UBI guy. Yeah. You know, even though there's one issue candidate, even though there's over 150 policies so on his website. Right. right. Yeah. He gets if labeled I'm not mistaken, the one issue. He had guy. more published policies than, than most else. other people. Yeah. 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 Essentially okay. anyone else. Yeah. It's because most candidates don't want to give you the policy. They want to give you the broad feeling. Yes. Broad the, the feeling, feeling get them is, on board, and yeah. then you win. Famously, there was that that hit on Klobuchar that was like, your healthcare plan is a paragraph. Yeah, you know, no, it's and like, that was because it's not a healthcare plan. It's a healthcare it's how, direction. Yeah, Summary, yeah, exactly. Yeah. My feelings towards healthcare. Yeah, where it's yeah. like, we're people should have access to healthcare. It's cool, cool. Yeah, but where's the plan? How are we gonna yeah. get that? Like, yeah. what and what does that fundamentally mean? Yeah, yeah. Trump even said more about healthcare <laughs> than fucking Klobuchar did. They so definitely yeah, had yeah, more yeah, binders. Yeah. So, so let me let me throw this over. Unless you have one more thing to add. No, I was gonna I was All gonna right. go to the next thing. Yeah. Well, let me throw it into this real quick because I just have a couple. Uh, 
maybe a couple minutes and then throw it over to you because I think you are the most informed out of all of us on this. So okay. let you wrap this up and then jump into yours. So as of right now, Trump has 64 days left in office. Yep. Um, and announced that we are pulling more troops from Iraq, Afghanistan, Somalia. Yeah. Um, so this is a little interesting. And uh, like I said, I, I'm going to throw it over to Nick because he's by far more informed than I am on this. But from what I'm seeing is, you know, it's this is 20 years in the making. We've, we've right. been in the Middle East for a very long time. Yeah. But starting with Eisenhower, to be honest. Okay, so even yeah. longer, <laughs> yeah, yeah. significantly. Well, longer. and there's people fighting in the Middle East who were being born as September 11th happened. Also, like yeah. we passed that landmark where, where if you're born have September 11th, 2001, yeah, you're military age. This podcast is dedicated to the brave Mujahideen fighters of <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that next time you have to introduce. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that is a good okay. intro. That's yeah. pretty good. So, um, <laughs> I just kind of want to bank through a couple things I've seen and then throw it round table and let's kind of talk about this. I, I mean, I like I said, I'll learn something from this, but I wanted to bring it up. Go ahead. So I feel like this is a, a super hasty withdrawal like we are yeah. on set to do. Rip the Band-Aid. Is, it's going to rip the Band-Aid, but also cause a lot of unrest, right? And, yeah. and people who have been interviewed, state officials and reporters and all these different people – who are on the ground over there are saying, like, yes, the Taliban is stepping up violence, even though the treaty with the Trump campaign or the Trump administration, yeah. you know, laid down the tracks that, all right, you guys chill out and we'll leave kind of vibe. Yeah. But the Taliban is stepping up violence. And personally, I feel like uh, uh, it's time. Like, I mean, we've been there so long, and you said this earlier, John, that it's time to kind of. It, we gotta leave sometime, but yeah. I feel like the a question hasty is: Is this with, the right way to leave? A hasty withdrawal, yeah. like we, like the U.S. is on set to do, I think is going to hurt more than we've helped in the past twenty years. Well, we haven't helped in the past twenty years. And yes, so yeah, 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 it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but I, it's gonna do more harm. Uh, oh so, no, it definitely will. It definitely yeah. will. And and people are scared the Taliban is just gonna take control again and, and they will and shit's they, gonna go south so, and, they, and they do still have control to be honest yes like they, i mean the the u.s is making treaties the, with the, a, the, yeah the, the beauty of terrorism is when the military rolls up you just pretend to be a shop owner again right you know like it's it's very you hard to beat an idea. The Taliban yeah the US military there's no fun uniform door. that they all wear everywhere you right, know like exactly. it's I, I don't know. I, and, I, I yeah. And also, so Taliban has it, Afghanistan is a unique situation because the Taliban does have control. Like like the the neocons are right when they say that the Taliban has control of the country and that it's a Taliban like like um, hideout. It's a ta it's a Taliban like safe zone. Uh, there is no approach. We've tried six or seven different approaches. Through six or seven different uh, like regimes in the U.S. and 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 generals and stuff like that, as to far as far as how do we destabilize their grip on the region? And every single time we try something, it increases the stranglehold they have on the region. So yeah. to make it, I guess, a little easier for our listeners, do you care to kind of go slightly in depth? I don't want this to be a several, no, yeah, yeah. A very long, but maybe even the difference between the Taliban and ISIS. Because so, most people just hear terrorists from the Middle East, and it's all lumped in one right, thing. Right, right. They're different. So, yeah. Let's so hear it. As far as Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and ISIS go, 
there's there's a lot of different things. So the Taliban is a is a regional strategic group that has a very fundamental basis. They are uh, highly organized in how they 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 do things, and they don't try and do what ISIS did. As far as ISIS tried to expand their caliphate yeah. to the entire Middle Eastern region, yeah, because uh, that got them absolutely obliterated. So well, more it, localized. They, yes, it's and ISIS wasn't and cultural. Cultural. It, ISIS, ISIS is also not. ISIS yet. was trying to essentially establish a new form of governance in the region, right? And to have a government, you fundamentally need like. Buildings where you adjudicate things, yes. and things you know, like and, uh, versus the Taliban, you can commit crimes or whatever, or like shoot up a village, and then you just go back to your normal everyday life. So it's harder to know exactly who's in charge or when or how or mm-hmm. what they're gonna do. Yes, versus ISIS, it was very clear what they were gonna do, and they were very upfront about what they were gonna right. do. Right, and 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 the Taliban is also very much a cultural phenomenon, uh, as far as uh, being culturally. Like they they use the very powerful rhetoric of anti imperialism yeah. and saying that we're fighting against American empire and things like that and their stranglehold on on the region's natural resources and things like that we kind of set them up on a tee for that by fucking over their region for seventy years straight yeah um, but yes uh, when it comes to ISIS. Uh, like you said, they were very overt with what they were doing. Yeah. They put things right on their chest. And also, ISIS had a lot of outside funding, but they had no direct relationship with those outside funders. So, yeah. like Saudi Arabia, things like that, people who were our allies were funding ISIS and, um, and other militants who were ISIS-aligned and things like that. So the Taliban has a very unique grip on the region, uh, but the entire Middle East has kind of the same foreign policy strategy that like experts in foreign policy agree on to like a 90% degree. And it's this, that our involvement and what we've done over the last six to seven decades has absolutely fucked the region. It is completely destabilized because the first at beginning it was the point was to destabilize it. Yeah. Because they were being they were embracing things like socialism and communism from uh, from the Soviets originally. So we funded things like the Mujahideen and a few other things and 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 tried to radicalize people. So we created Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda had its most radical members become ISIS. So all six of these major countries that we're involved in there's the same problem. We're there. We shouldn't have been there. But also, yeah. How pulling, do you how do you pull, unfuck lifting, a situation you fucked? You fucked exactly, exactly. Because exactly. yeah. we're there. If yeah. we pull out, there's something called a power vacuum. Yeah. And we've seen what happens when yeah. we leave a power vacuum. Yeah. Something like ISIS or in the mind of ISIS is there. Yeah. The other option is we create a government. And so we've tried to do that we've three tried. times yeah, in Iraq. We've tried. we've tried that three times in Iraq, mm, and it does work. not work no. because people see that government as illegitimate yeah. for very fair reasons. Yeah. If you look at like South America and things like that, when if you look at like like say a Saddam Hussein character, right? He he was installed specifically because he was of the minority religion group, right? And he was willing to be incredibly vicious and brutal to everyone in order to keep power. Right. And we're trying to not do that, which is great, except we're not achieving that. Like the, right. The, yeah, the, the way to fill a power vacuum we've seen in the past is like essentially a dictator, which obviously yes. we can't endorse. Right. But it's just a situation of like, 
There's no good answer. There's no good answer. And, so, what, and, and, and everyone do, agrees that What do you do no in response answers. to no good answer? Do you just, you just pull it and whatever happens, happens? Obviously, Americans don't like being terrorist attacked. Or t- terrorist attacked. But... <laughs> attacked. <laughs> But like it's it, no one's ever given me a solution to terrorism that I think like yeah that would hundred percent work. So I guess right. more of the story is as we've all learned, you can't unfuck something you fucked. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. It has yeah. been fucked. We fucked it, and we can apologize all we want. But if and your brother died because of the U.S., you're not going to not be a terrorist. Right. No, you're you not going to be like, it's cool. So yeah, you know the, what happens. I it get happened. The, the, <laughs> whatever. The only path forward <laughs> that <laughs> most po- foreign policy... Nobody's nerfing. <laughs> 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 the, the, only things that, the only things that are agreed upon uh, as far as like foreign policy experts on this topic is that, A, if we focused 100%, uh, or like, sorry, not 100%, well, like... 80% of the funding that's going into the region, not into militarizing resistance to, to someone, building. but and, and not even necessarily to nation building as far as like building a government that's strong and and, and No, I was talking about building roads and in, bridges and that's water exactly. filtration Infrastructure, yes, and, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. You're, you nailed it. That yeah. is what foreign policy people agree. Yeah. When we were rebuilding the Ring Road, which yeah. connects every region of Afghanistan together in a single road, yeah. in, in a giant circle, uh, that is the only time that we've been actually building a coalition of people who can both challenge yeah. the Taliban, but are not creating a massive religious theocracy meant to subjugate half of the population. Yeah. And as soon as we pulled out of our funding of that, the Taliban, ISIS, all different different groups began redestroying the ring road that we had just helped sort of rebuild. Yeah. Uh, by the time we were halfway done, and so so yeah, basically we're in a we're in a bind that we can't get out of. And like, I don't want to give Trump any wins here, but maybe maybe the best answer is for Trump just to completely pull out because it then, can be excused as a Trump yeah, fumble. Yeah, exactly. But then Trump at least we're not still fucking we're out. it yeah. further. And yeah. we're out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because if we have a big coordinated effort to slowly de-escalate and then we still fuck it up, yeah. then that's that's a problem. It if Trump in 60 days says, everyone's out, get on planes, leave, yep. then everyone can look back and be like, Trump completely fucked that or whatever yep. and blame it specifically on one guy without having to go back in or whatever. But I, like that that's the situation I think we're in is how how do you get out? Which again, I've never seen a good answer. No, and yeah. people who have studied this their entire lives have no good yeah, answer. Exactly. They, so they know that there's all there's bad answers on both sides. The current status quo is also bad. Yeah. Um so like yeah, rip the band-aid sure. Uh, but yeah, how do you do that? And how do you approach yeah. that? And I think that- And how do you deal with the fallout from that? And a lot of them agree that also, if if we de-escalate in areas that have not yet gotten to this point, our involvement in the military ar- uh, arrangement of their region, that may be a, a, a way to step down from the national stage on a slight level. Yeah. Like, of course we need to still exist as some form of hegemony, but like, do we need- 1600 bases around the world yeah. probably not yeah yeah um so yeah, yeah it's tough so yeah it's a yeah it's, it's lose 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 situation and um One trump second. is is picking a bad but potentially at least he's picking an be, option yeah, honestly yeah, for, yeah, for like his benefit is yeah. like he's he said he's gonna get everyone out of there this is the end of his term he's gonna if he try and get if he does out, it yeah. I mean at least we'd rip the band-aid off and then we can kind of see what happens but the I think the the only two options on the table are 
rip sort some sort of band-aid off, even if it was slowly, you're ripping the band-aid off. Right. Or stay there forever. Right. And those are There's two no options. There's no exit plan. Yeah. There's not really a, a, a build a Congress that's actually yeah. democratic from our exactly. own external forces. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. But cool. I am going to move us from the uh, detrimental state of the global stage to some nice local news. Not local, maybe national, a few local. Um, this is a segment I did a few times. McLean's done it once. Uh, this is my dystopia drive-by. Now, I'm going to try and very quickly, in under five minutes if possible, get through seven stories. And uh, there are varying levels of, uh, of explaining the kind of dystopic situation that we're in. Yeah. Awesome. Let's hear it. All right, let's go. Uh, I'm going to start with SoftBank. SoftBank CEO sold Bitcoin at $130 million loss after getting too distracted. <laughs> Air quotes around. Right I was going to say, you, you ever have like, <laughs> you guys ever have those moments where you're like writing He's on a... like Coinbase and <laughs> accidentally hit the sell button or what? <laughs> <laughs> you think there was more steps in between like... Selling the entire... Fuck, I thought that was a Bitcoin. different window. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was my Robinhood account. Like... <laughs> uh, I hit the sell on my on my public account, not my personal God account. God damn it. That's so funny. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. So there's uh, another one. The Grow Your Own Human Steaks Meal Kit is not, uh, quote unquote, technically cannibalism, makers say. And you know I'm what? Sorry. They are right. Read the first one. Okay, line of wait, that wait, wait. Again. So Grow the, Your Own la- human, human Steaks Meal Kit is not technically cannibalism. Are they doing lab grown meat with human cells? Is that yes. what they're doing? Yes. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they're selling you human, grown version, lab-grown versions. Can of you lab-grow part of yourself? Ooh, that. I didn't see, they didn't specify in the it's article. Like auto cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is eating your own finger like cannibalism? Yeah, I don't know. We'll I mean, it is, I think it's more ethical than eating someone else's finger. Yeah, I think it's a step <laughs> down. This one, I think, is going to be your guys' favorite. Andrew Cuomo to receive international Emmy for. Masterful COVID nineteen briefings. <laughs> I can't. Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> and Chris Cuomo was like, "What the fuck? I'm on TV every yeah. day, <laughs> and he gets an Emmy." I love how he wrote a book about how he did such a good job in COVID. And COVID's not over. It, how to like how to beat the yeah, COVID virus? Yeah. And, and it's, it's literally higher than ever. It's not even like, like, a <laughs> like it's, not, it's not looking back after the fact. It's damn. We're two months into a pandemic. I'm gonna start writing a book about how good I am. Can you imagine <laughs> if like the governor of Louisiana, like day three of the like Katrina floods, was yeah. just like how, how do I you, dealt how with I Katrina? How I beat job. how yeah. I beat the the Katrina? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Cuomo gets on my nerves, man. He gets to act like such a big winner, and he just completely fucked everything up. Right? Ugh. Here's something a little more lighthearted in some local, re- sorry, regional, I wouldn't say local, but regional news. Uh, rural Oregon counties vote to discuss seceding from state to join, quote unquote, greater Idaho. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I'm gonna bet what they mean is Greater Northern Idaho, which is <laughs> which is Southern Oregon, yeah. but Northern Idaho and a Nazi stronghold. Yes. So. Yes. What it part is. is it? 
Is it is it's everything east of uh, the Cascades and south of Eugene, pretty much. So, a significant okay. chunk of the That's state. That's significant. That's the southern part of the state. Yeah, uh, that would be so funny. That I think would more, be hilarious. More states should just be like, no, a I'm part of Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like their tax rates better. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> uh, so here's another one. Biker with meth falls during race. Accidentally shoots himself before getting hit by car. I don't know. That, that sounds like that might be a Florida I man. During a race, be like, you know, can't race without my gun. <laughs> and my man. my man. Yeah, and my man. <laughs> what if someone decides to hold me up while I'm racing my bicycle? And then you still get hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't shoot out the tires. Here's idiot. another depressing one for us. This is a shout out to everyone listening. 12 million Americans set to lose unemployment benefits. The, the day, day after, after Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Buy your Christmas presents now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have that looming over your Christmas dinner. <laughs> like, here's something a little more lighthearted. Uh, Oregon man sues, alleging he went to doctor for distress over marital woes, only to find out the physician was having an affair with his wife. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> Fuck. Hey Doc, I gotta tell you, man. Like, I'm not super my, happy marriage in my marriage is having a real <laughs> shitty time, and he's just like hides his phone yeah. for a second, puts yeah. his phone back away. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Oh man, just because uh, of my MD, not uh, because of anything else. <laughs> and that has been our dystopia drive-by. Oh god, that was pretty well, good. Well, shit, that was a good way to close up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little rapid-fire way to end the podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you for sticking in this long, and. Um, yeah, check out our Patreon. Check out our Patreon. Check out our Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Uh, check us out on uh, Instagram. Apple, Spotify. Yeah. Google Podcast. Uh, Amazon Podcast. Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. The one I always forget about. Yeah. Nick's like, Same. here's our views on Stitcher. I'm like, thank you to sorry, our. What Stitcher? Stitcher? Thank <laughs> you to our one listener on Stitcher. You know? Yeah. yeah coming in hot. Shout out. Yeah, way to go. Tweet at us. Yeah, seriously, let us know who you are. I'm, I'm very curious. <laughs> well, cool. That was a good show. Yeah. We love all you listeners. Check us out next week. We'll be back we'll next be back. Day and uh, let you know what else is on fire. Yeah, it's usually what we do. All right. Have later, a good one. guys. All right, later.